Hi, I'm Beck Rayner, and this is the Military Wife Life podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports, and embraces the spouses behind the military members by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. Want to join a bank that just gets Defence Life? Defence Bank is one of Australia's largest customer-owned banks. They have 33 on-base branches across Australia, an award-winning banking app that allows you to do all your banking wherever, whenever, and Defence Bank offers competitive products and services tailored for ADF members and defence spouses. Visit defencebank.com.au today and see how easy your banking can be. Well, welcome to the Military Wife Life podcast, CEO of Bravery Trust, Belinda Wilson. Thank you, Beck. It's so great to be with you. Can you tell us a little bit about Bravery Trust? Bravery Trust is a national military organisation and we're here to support serving members of the ADF, ex-serving members, their partners and also their children. And the work that we do is supporting those that are or have, have served, have a an injury as a result of their service are and are in financial hardship. So on a practical level for, I guess, spouses that might be listening, what are some of the things that you typically have have people call up and access support through Bravery Trust? I'd love to say there's a normal day, but we all know none of us have a normal day. And that's very true for for spouses. We appreciate that there's going to be days where life presents various challenges. It could be that all the bills turn up at the one time. It could be that the car engine explodes and you just, you know, you haven't budgeted that month for that event. Or it could be that you're, you're dealing with really challenging family circumstances. It might be a sick child. It might be your spouse not going too well at the moment, be that uh, an injury or, or mental health. That's where Bravery Trust comes in to support. And typical things um, that we do see is those, the helping hand that you might need to to go on with your your day-to-day life. So when a a call is made, our beneficiary support team here will actually spend the time to work out what are your unique circumstances? What is it that your family are experiencing at the moment and what type of support do you need? That might be the immediate support of, well, you know, I don't have spare cash to go to the supermarket this afternoon to put food on the table tonight. We can really quickly help with that um, and send electronic vouchers out so that you know that first issue can be taken care of. And then it's, well, what else is it? Is it that you're starting to fall behind in the rent? Are you worried about mounting school bills or you know, the car hasn't been serviced and the tyres the are bald? So our team will work with you, with the, the entire family, to work out, well, how can we get you back on the feet and how can we look towards that long-term financial sustainability which means that you and your family have that long-term comfort to to continue with day-to-day bills as they arise. So why is it important that veterans and their families have access to financial support? Like what can happen when they don't have access to that financial support and they aren't able to put their hand up when they initially need it? It can maybe kind of snowball. What can happen? It is so brave to put your hand up and, and often that's the hardest challenge and being proud and being part of a team is great but putting your hand up is brave and at times it is needed and and our team offer that support it's not judgmental everyone finds themselves in in different circumstances at different times and we'd much rather have that conversation and go through some options than letting the situation just simmer and two years later it explodes 
explodes into you know, an absolute nightmare. We also know that financial matters can go hand in hand with mental health. And sometimes in order for your wellness journey to be successful, you need that financial breathing space. You don't want to be there worrying about how am I going to pay my phone bill? How am I going to, to keep the internet on? How am I going to keep going to the doctor's because my car's off the road. All those financial worries really impact on that bigger and that really important wellness journey. So healthy finances hopefully means that uh, there is your overall health as well. And of course, there's extra barriers that defence families face and it's not necessarily the case where, you know, from the outside looking in, others might think, oh, well, the defence member's got a well-paying job or they get well supported when they leave the ADF. Why would you need to be accessing financial support but there's underlying issues like you know defense families moving around to different locations and the spouse not being able to have a secure job to go hand in hand with the ADF members job because you know a lot of households do need to have those two incomes coming in as opposed to just one like it might have been you know 20 years ago or that the ADF members gotten out of defense and they do have extra issues going on like mental health um, issues and the spouse because they've had those gaps in their career don't have that secure employment to go to to have that extra money that they need for all the the extra bills that they might need so there are extra layers to defense families that go with them needing to access that extra support and beck you you've just hit the nail on the head there's so many complexities that really feed into that bigger picture and that's why with bravery trust it's not a a one model fits all we know that being able to speak to someone that understands the entire defense experience the defense culture really matters and also too so so our staff do have their defense backgrounds and they also have backgrounds of, of other common areas that can require some assistance. So so our team, a, a professional team with family violence backgrounds, disability and support network backgrounds, community backgrounds, and, uh, and certainly financial as well. What you've just explained, that whole situation that is very unique to serving and, and ultimately ex-serving families, is there's so many points along the the career that can impact on their their longer term life, particularly after transition. And that's why with Bravery Trust last year, we, Connection with Defence, started a pilot program for veteran-specific financial counselling. What we'd found in the past is a lot of people seeking assistance, financial assistance, had underlying financial, longer term financial issues, or they wanted assistance knowing how to budget, what priorities to set and just a bit of a hand up of that you know where do I start on my finance journey and what we were finding we'd refer people out but there was really no organization that had that financial counseling understanding with the defense overlay as well so 12 months ago or coming up to 12 months ago uh, we set up a pilot program so that we've got financial counselors within our service team so that means that when someone reaches out for assistance not only can we look at well what are the immediate financial hurdles that we need to help you with but it's are there other things that our financial counsellor can do on your behalf so it may be you've got a terrible landlord that is not budging especially throughout COVID they're not you're helping you out and our financial counsellor can actually negotiate rent monitoriums or waivers on behalf of that family same as we've seen some pretty terrible debt arrangements to the detriment of the, the veteran of their family and working with the veteran 
children, we've been able to negotiate out of that bad debt situation so that we can get them back to a clean slate. And then our financial counsellor can also work with that family on budgeting and, and hold their hand throughout you know, a few months so that the family are comfortable with that budgeting process and, and giving them tips and, and that lifelong sort of educative side to how can you run a, a household budget when sometimes there are huge constraints. It may be that um, the family are on a, a limited pension. That pension we know doesn't stretch and it certainly doesn't stretch when life gets in the way. What we saw throughout last year and unfortunately this year is defence um, spouses have been unproportionately hit with job losses because often they have been in casual employment, they have been in vulnerable positions where they were the first jobs to go throughout the, the pandemic. And when you don't have two sources of income coming into that household, it can be really challenging. So it's not just about a Band-Aid solution as in call up, obviously they need that immediate assistance, but it's about you guys looking at how could we prevent this from happening again or how could we help you from getting yourself into that situation again or give you the skills that yeah. could prevent you having to access financial support and no one wants to be in crisis it's not a fun place to be if we can help people initially through crisis but then give them the longer term tools and, and skills that may be able to assist them in the, the longer term so that they avoid crisis, well, that's a fantastic outcome. And if it takes a few goes at a budget, if it takes a few instances where they do need to come back, well, that's fantastic. It's about acknowledging being aware, reaching out, asking for help, working hand in hand with someone until you're comfortable with that longer journey. Nine out of 10 defence spouses wish they found out about defence banks sooner. Okay, I might have just made that up and they do sponsor my podcast, but I've checked them out and I think they're worth a look just for their banking app alone. It's award-winning, has cool features like fast same-day payments, card alerts and controls, and pin change functionality, savings roundups, Apple Pay, Google Pay, Fitbit Pay, Garmin Pay, the list goes on. Oh, and if you really want to go to a branch, you can. There are 33 on-base branches across Australia. Banking as a defence spouse doesn't have to be hard. For more info, visit defencebank.com.au. So what are some of the barriers that sort of stop veterans or defence families from reaching out for financial help from Bravery Trust? Sometimes the culture might be, or sometimes people's thinking might be, if I reach out for support, I'm taking away from someone else. What are some of the barriers that stop people from reaching out for support through you guys? When I started with Bravery Trust as CEO two years ago, I was seeing really the, the bomb had gone off and people were calling us when everything was in an absolute disaster. So the team and I really started to unpack that. Why are people knocking you know, on our door on a Friday afternoon when all their personal possessions have been thrown out on the street and they're after crisis accommodation? What are some of the reasons why? And wouldn't it be great if we could help them a lot sooner when the family says, I've paid this month's rent, but I, I'm not too sure where next month's coming from. Wouldn't that be a great situation for everyone, particularly the family, to get to? So the last two years, we've done a lot of work unpacking that. And I don't know the definite answer, but I do know some of the things that have contributed. It is the, the cultural aspect um, about being proud and worried that it is going to take some funding away from someone else, but that's definitely not the case. But we understand that. The other thing is 
it can be hard to, to reach out when you've only got one type of platform. So if it's just a, a telephone call or if, if it's just your internet based or you're just a face-to-face -face model, that can be a barrier for um, individuals. So we've changed the, the way that we work. We've put in different options to come through to, to Bravery Trust. So first of all, we set up a, a free number, 1-800-BRAVERY. So it means that if you're in financial hardship, you don't have to pay to make that initial phone call. It's a free phone call. So that was one barrier. We've also got an interactive online form. So if you don't want to make the phone call, if the kids are in bed and the only quiet time is at 10 o'clock at night, you can use that online interactive form to contact our team and we can work electronically with you around the timing that suits you. And then putting all those different touch points into Bravery Trust has been so important. One of the other things is our website. I couldn't see a, a female insight whatsoever. It spoke about the men, the blokey culture, but we know that it's often the females that will reach out. It'll be the females that make inquiries or are doing the research. So for us, it was really making sure that we had a safe space for whoever wanted to reach out, knowing that they could reach out. And then the last thing is, we all know, it is so hard to know where to start looking. Across Australia, there's about three and a half thousand different ex-service organisations that help veterans, and that's not counting those that help serving. So I wouldn't even know where to start, and I run a, an organisation helping veterans. In an ideal world, and I think we'll get there, but we've done a lot of work on the collaborative side. So we do know most of the times people are going to reach out through their support networks, their friends. They're going to be referred by Defence. They're going to be referred by Department of Veteran Affairs. They're going to be working with open arms and rehabilitation providers. So we've done a lot of work over the last two years with those organisations so that if they find a veteran, a family, a serving member that does need additional support, rather than sort of just saying, here's a number, good luck, off you go. They can make that really warm handover to Bravery Trust. And we can continue not only just working with that veteran, but that we can work them with their other support agencies. It means that others are helping to, to reach out to the most appropriate support network for them. So by working not only just with the veteran, now we're working usually with about five different support agencies for that veteran and their family, which means that you're working on that bigger and longer term picture, setting the family up for whatever support they need at that given time, hoping that not only are you handing out the Band-Aid, but you're also handing out the first aid guide and putting them through the first aid course and hoping that next time if a situation arises, the family have got the tools now to know where to start. The important thing is actually getting the information out there that Bravery Trust exists and, and what they provide, but then also breaking down those barriers for people to actually reach out for that support. And then the fact that you've done all that work work behind the scenes to collaborate with all those organizations that we are now, you know, as the years go by, people are becoming more comfortable in accessing because more and more people are putting their hand up and are talking about it. It's become more acceptable to reach out for that support and to tell others about it. So it's really about letting people know you exist, what you're there for, but then also breaking down those barriers to actually access that support. It is. And talking about finances for anyone, it is embarrassing. And it's not normal to admit that you're in financial hardship. And I don't think many people can say this, but COVID has been amazing for that awareness. And we saw when COVID hit, the first thing people were talking about were the, the Centrelink lines. People were actually 
opening up about financial hardship. Talking about finances should be normal, shouldn't be something that's hidden away. I think all of us should be having discussions around what is financial wellness? What are the things that we can do to educate ourselves? What are some of the warning signs? And how can we also look out and support other people that may be experiencing the start of financial hardship or have been in financial hardship? For, for quite some time. So is it just the veteran who can reach out for support or can, like we mentioned previously, it is often the spouse that gathers the information or reaches out for the mental health support or the services that the family needs. So can the spouse make contact with Bravery Trust? Definitely. And we certainly encourage it. We often find that it is the spouse that might make the initial call. The spouse might, might say, I, I don't know how to have the conversation with my partner. What are, what are some of the things to, to break the ice? What are the options? And we really welcome those, those discussions. It may be that the, the serving member or the veteran are not in a good headspace. And, and we're not going to, to turn around and say, well, no, sorry, put them on the line. We will work with the entire family to, to find that right solution. And if that means working with the spouse or an adult child or children or the rehabilitation provider, more than happy to do that. So once you have decided to access support through Bravery Trust, what is the process? Is it just a matter of, like you mentioned, filling out that form, making a call? What sort of happens after you've made that initial contact? We're trying not to make it too difficult because we know when you know, things are pretty hard, we don't want to add to the situation. We don't want to make it feel as though you're applying for a bank loan. Uh, so it's a, a really simple two-paged form. And, and then it guides you through the other stuff that we need. So for us, we need to establish that you have an injury or an illness as a result of your service. So a lot of the times um, that's a letter from your doctor or it's documentation from DVA or there may be other, other ways to provide that to us. And then we also need to, to make sure that you are in financial hardship. So we'll be asking for your recent bank statements just so we can have a look at them to make sure. And, and it also assists then our financial counsellor in those budgeting discussions with the family as well. So once that takes place, um, then our team will, will have a, a one-on-one, whether that's via email or a telephone discussion with the, the veteran or their family about what are the unique circumstances? what's holding you back or what's keeping you up at night. So we had a, a call the other day and the family said, look, we really need help. Uh, we need a new washing machine and a dryer. Sounds simple enough, but when the team asked the, the next you know, series of questions, what they actually found out was that the family, they had five kids and they couldn't afford more than one uniform to send the, the kids to school in. So they were washing the uniforms each night. So the fact that our, our team had that further discussion, it was a no-brainer to say, well, not only do you need a washing machine and dryer, but how about we help you with some additional school uniforms for the kids? So the power of those conversations, the, the asking the, the what's next, digging a little deeper to, to not just address that immediate problem, but how can we help on that longer term basis for, for you and the family? We don't judge. We don't say, oh, you should have come to us sooner. We deal with a situation that's, that's at hand. I think the most important thing for, for us here at Bravery Trust is really, is really letting people know that we are there. And so I think spreading the word, normalising that conversation around financial help 
is so important for, for every, every one of us to, um, to contribute to. Where does your funding come from? We were really fortunate about 10 years ago now to get a lump sum payment from Defence and that lump sum payment established Bravery Trust and all the support and mechanisms that we needed. So every year we have fixed funding of $2 million from Defence, which is absolutely brilliant. We, we also rely on the generosity of um, sponsors and then we also rely on the generosity of the community. Uh, we're also very fortunate enough to be supported by some incredible patrons, service patrons and ambassadors. The Governor-General of Australia is our patron-in-chief and we also have the last five chiefs of the Defence Force as our service patrons. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Belinda, and telling us all about Bravery Trust and how ADF families and veterans can access support through you guys. You're doing such incredible work in that space and making things even better by providing that education with your pilot program, which will hopefully have an impact within the community. Beck, thank you so much. I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywifelife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 